Our reading tonight is from Luke chapter 11, verses 1 to 4, and it includes our verse for the year. So page 1042, Luke chapter 11, starting at verse 1. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. Thank you, Nigel, very much. I hope when you um, came in, you were given one of these verses for the years. Nigel has uh, mentioned that. And uh, it is just simply this Lord teach us to pray, Luke 11, 1, which is part of Luke chapter 11 and verse 1. Now, uh, uh, <clears throat> many people want to uh, take that and put it on their fridge or a uh, uh, pin board or whatever. The trouble is when you do that, uh, you will then hide our top goals uh, for 2017, which is on the, on the reverse here. So I, I recommend taking two of these, one for the verse for the year and one for our goals for 2017. And uh, these are things the PCC staff and the PCC have uh, talked about and the PCC have agreed. And uh, there are three things. First of all, making Sunday best. What we mean by that is our services here. We want them to be the very best that we can be during this year, 2017, and on beyond, of course. But uh, to, to really make that a focus of what we want to do. Uh, and that means uh, from when the moment someone walks in through the door in terms of the welcome they receive for an evening service, the food and the drinks that are available, um, it means the leading of our services, the leading of our prayers, the, uh, the music, the preaching, um, the, uh, the stuff that we do afterwards, the, the talking to one another and so on, and welcoming people who we haven't seen before, and so on, the PA the AV, everything we do when we meet together to make that the best it can be. The middle one is really the one that uh, um, we're going to be focusing on tonight because the middle one says learning to be a praying people. Learning to be a praying people. Helping one another become a people who love praying. And uh, as I'll... Um, uh, well, we're going to... What we're going to do every first Sunday of the month for the entire year, we were going to be preaching and teaching folks, one another, about praying uh, in our 8 o'clock service in the morning, 10 o'clock, and in the evening as well. So we're going to be having a real focus on prayer so that we will be able to, uh, uh, I hope, grow in our praying. And that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. And then the third one is making the church all great again. Now, the church all really was good when it started off. When this church family uh, began, before this building was built, they met down the church hall down the road. Uh, it's not great anymore. And it really needs a major amount of work done. We've raised and have given an awful lot of money, uh, over 400,000 so far. We need some more. We're going to have another gift day uh, and then probably another one after that as well. Uh, but we want to start building in the autumn of this year. And by this time next year, we hope and pray it will be pretty much finished. So that's our third goal for 2017, to make the church all great again. If you haven't got one of those cards, I think they're really important. It's not just the verse of the year, but actually it's these three top goals, three key goals for us as a church family in 2017. 
Now, we're focusing on prayer, as Tim has uh, said, and what I want to do this evening is just simply to, uh, I want to divide our teaching into uh, to two parts. So, we've got this verse 1 of Luke chapter 11, and it says this, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples. And uh, so there are, I'm going to say six, six things. I said four this morning. There are six different, uh, speaking from this verse, six more tonight. They're different from this, uh, this morning. And I'm going to speak very briefly on each one. So the first three now, and uh, just in a little while, three more uh, thoughts about prayer. So it's not a sermon as such, but more of what I hope will be helpful thoughts to encourage us uh, to pray. And let's pray now that God would speak to us. Father, we need your help when we come to your word. And so we pray that your spirit, who inspired this word of yours, would come now and fill our hearts and help us to understand it and speak to us and help us put these words of yours into practice, we pray, for Jesus' sake. Amen. Okay, the first thing to say this evening is just simply this. Uh, Lord, teach us to pray. The first thing... Prayer is fundamental to the Christian life. Now, you can see in verse 1 here, Jesus prayed. One day, Jesus was praying. Uh, John the Baptist prayed. We know that because they say, uh, uh, or we can assume that, when one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. So I think we can assume that John prayed. And John the Baptist's disciples asked John the Baptist how to pray. And John the Baptist's disciples prayed. And Jesus' disciples asked him to teach them how to pray. And I think this is just recognizing that there is something significant, very significant about, uh, in, about prayer for anyone who is a Christian believer. Um, I was uh, in a youth group when one of our leaders, uh, in one of the talks that he gave, said prayer is spiritual breathing. It is that fundamental to the Christian life. I once heard someone say that prayer is your spiritual thermometer because it is a measure of your, uh, your spiritual health. You can tell how good your Christian walk is by your prayer life. That's, I meet up with the wardens about once a month or so, and uh, every time we meet, they ask me how my prayer life is. That's a good thing. I'm glad they do it. Because a Christian life without prayer is like a marriage where you never speak to each other. Um, uh, there are some, some marriages like that. Technically, you're married. Practically, it's just a dead thing, isn't it? Prayer is fundamental to the Christian life. And what a wonderful privilege. Is John White here tonight? John, you're here. Excellent. Well, there's another bloke called John White who said this, but not that one, okay? And, um, well, at least not as far as I'm aware, and, and, but we'll find out. Um, this other John White said this, Prayer is not you trying to move God. Prayer is, among other things, being caught up into God's directions and activities. He orders the affairs of the universe, and he invites you to participate by prayer. Intercession is God and you in partnership, bringing his perfect plans into being. Now, John, did you write that? No, okay, it was the other John White, okay. Um, so that's the first thing. Prayer is fundamental to the Christian life. Second thing to say is that there is something attractive about a praying person. There is something attractive about a praying person. Now, you may find it a bit threatening 
you may find it a bit awkward um, if someone suggests that you pray together. Uh, but there's also there's something attractive about it, isn't there? John the Baptist, um, we can assume that he was praying, and, he, and his disciples ask him to help them to pray. Jesus, we know he was praying. It's so here that Jesus was praying, and his disciples asked um, him to ask them, uh, to help them to pray. They recognized that prayer was a, was a fundamental thing in Jesus' life, and they wanted to pray as well. Lord, teach us to pray. I wonder if you've ever been sitting with someone, and they start to pray, and you just wish you could pray like that. It's usually the older saints, isn't it? I guess... They've been around, they've been Christians for a long time, they're growing closer to God. And uh, it's just wonderful. In our last church in Lowestoft, we, um, we had a lovely guy called David Watson. He was a, a doctor, and he had been a missionary in China. Now, I think it, it really helps to, uh, to sound terribly holy if you're Scottish. Not from Glasgow, that doesn't really help, but uh, if you're from Edinburgh or the Highlands, I think that really does help, okay? And he was Scottish. But it was just amazing. If you were in a little prayer group with him, um, he would usually stay quiet for quite some time, and then he would start praying, and then he would pray for quite some time. And, uh, uh, And you just didn't want him to stop. It was brilliant. You felt like you were transported to heaven with him. Uh, it was obvious from the way he spoke that he knew the person he was speaking to. And his attitude and his demeanor and his words and his accent helped. He was Scottish. Um, uh, it was just a wonderful experience. And we can, I learned a lot from David. There is just something attractive about a praying person. The third thing is this. It's a question. And the question is this. Are you hungry to learn? It's an important question. Uh, You notice that one of the disciples asked Jesus, teach us how to pray. So you look at verse 11 there. When he finished, that's when he finished praying, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. Now, it could have been a whole lot were gathering around, but Luke records just one asking that. Maybe this was a spokesman. Maybe they were all thinking that. We don't know. But, uh, um, but I think there is a question there, isn't it? Do you want to learn to pray? Do we all want to learn to pray? Do we all want to grow in our prayers this year? Now, it seems to me sometimes, um, perhaps we're not, that, uh, we're not that bothered about it. You know, you kind of think, Oh, I've been to uh, small groups together, or I've sat in a group praying, and some people do and some don't, and I'll just have to be one of the less spiritual ones who don't really uh, do much praying. Well, I, don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's a great idea, really. I mean, just think of, a, say, a one-year-old, or around about one, and learning to walk. And they stagger up, and they hold the furniture, and then they let go, and they wobble, and they take two or three steps, and they've done it. They've walked their first steps before they bump down onto the bottom, hopefully backwards rather than forwards. Now, at that point, when they go down onto the floor again, um, any any toddler um, who could say, well, uh, you know, some do, some don't. I guess I'm just one of those who don't walk. And uh, they'll just like, no, of course they don't say that. They get up. And they try again. There's no embarrassment. There's no awkwardness about it. They just get up and they have another go. So how's your desire to learn to pray? Do you want to? 
Do you want to grow in this in 2017? Is it? Could it be, uh, say, some kind of a New Year's resolution? Lord, teach me to pray. Could it be a resolution to make that your daily prayer this year? Lord, please teach me to pray. Or actually, uh, uh, do you rather more tend to think, well, I've tried it, it didn't work. I'm never going to be one of those people who, who, uh, who prays. It's just a bit embarrassing. It's a bit awkward. It's a bit difficult. Or are you hungry to learn to pray? Is that hunger bigger than your pride because you find it awkward? Do you see how important it is for a Christian to be someone who prays? You're hungry to learn? I think if you're not that hungry, maybe your first prayer ought to be, Lord, please make me hungry and keep me hungry. I want to learn more. I was, um, when I was at university, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was a prayer secretary for the University Christian Union. That meant organizing an awful lot of prayer meetings, one for a whole university every day. Uh, and it was, a great, it was a great privilege. But I want to say, you know, as part of that, I read every book I could find on prayer. And I went to an awful lot of prayer meetings in my year, on my three years at uni and so on. And uh, I want to say that I'm saying this year, Lord, teach me to pray. And I'd love our whole church to join me in saying honestly, Lord, teach us to pray in 2017. Corporate learning. Actually, this is corporate learning. When this disciple asked, he said, teach us to pray. He didn't say, teach me to pray. He said, teach us to pray. And wouldn't that be a great thing if we can say together, as God's people, 2017, Lord, teach us to pray. So prayer is fundamental to the Christian life. There's something attractive about a praying person. And then to simply ask that question, are you hungry to learn? Thought about the first one means the learner. A disciple is someone who, uh, who wears the L plates. That's what we do. That's what a disciple is. Someone looks like that. Um, a disciple is someone who's just starting to learn, starting to learn how to follow Jesus, continuing to learn how to follow Jesus. And that includes, of course, learning how to pray. In Luke 11:1, 1, it's Jesus' disciple who asks Jesus how to pray. When he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. He probably looked at his fellow disciples and thought, well, I know I'm not great at praying, and I don't think this lot are great at praying either. And uh, uh, Jesus prays, we've got a lot to learn. So he waits until Jesus has finished praying. And then he asks him, uh, please, would you teach us to pray? In fact, that heading isn't uh, quite right, really. When it says it's possible to be a disciple and have a lot to learn about prayer, um, it's talking uh, about it being possible to be a disciple and have a lot to learn about prayer. I want to say it's fundamental. If you're going to be a disciple, we've got to have that fundamental attitude, which says, actually, I've got a huge amount of, of learning to do here. And that includes a huge amount of learning about praying. I hope you're not one of those people who thinks they know it all and has got nothing much more to learn. I've been a Christian for uh, 42, nearly 43 years now. And every week I'm seeing more and more about what I don't know and a huge amount of stuff growing in terms of uh, how much I still need to learn and how I let Jesus down and, and how I want to put stuff into practice and so on. So uh, 
Um, please, there's no such thing as an arrogant know-it-all. Disciples are learners, and that includes learning about prayer. It is fundamental for each one of us. If you're going to be a follower of Jesus, you need to be saying, I've got a lot to learn. And that includes a lot to learn about prayer. And who do we learn it from? Well, the next point, number five, is that Jesus is the Lord of prayer. We learn it from Jesus. He is the one to go to. Now, if you're wanting to learn, say, about the history of time, who would you go to? My guess is you'd probably go to this guy who's got a complete blank story. Now, we are Stephen Hawking, wouldn't you? If you want to learn about that, you're going to have a chat to him. If you want to learn about uh, polyconiosis, you go to that lady. Gail, are you here tonight? Gail Naruka, uh, she's uh, the world lead on podoconiosis. Podoconiosis is uh, what gives your feet like that. Okay, Gail took that photograph of uh, uh, some fairly dodgy feet. If you uh, wanted to learn uh, about uh, design engineering and so on, you'd uh, talk to Peter Childs. Who, uh, Peter, you here tonight? Anyway, okay, world, world leading people, probably, uh, actually, no, Gail's not still in bed, she was here this morning. Um, but if you want to learn to uh, pray, where do you go to? You go to the world's leading expert on prayer, don't you? His name is Jesus. That's where you go. And uh, one of the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray. Jesus is Lord. He's the Lord of prayer. He knows all there is to know about prayer. He is the person to do it. He is the world's leading expert. And what does he say? He says, verse 2, when you pray, say, and then he gives us the Lord's prayer. Which is why the first Sunday of every month in the morning, we're going to be going through the Lord's Prayer line by line in 2017 and learning to pray. Jesus is is the Lord of Prayer. He will be our teacher. Lord, teach us to pray. So prayer is fundamental to the Christian life. There's something attractive about a praying person. You're hungry to learn. It's possible. In fact, to be a disciple, you've got to be a learner and realize there's a lot to learn about prayer. Jesus is Lord of prayer. And then uh, uh, one final thing, number six, is this. There's a lot to learn. We're going to be spending the whole of 2017 learning more about praying, uh, and I hope growing in prayer. It's not theoretical. What use is that? You see, when Jesus uh, told them, he said to them, when you pray, he's assuming that they do pray, and then when you pray, this is, this is how to do it. In fact, he gave them a prayer to pray. It's a good thing to pray that prayer together. We're going to pray it just before our communion. It's a good thing to do that. Um, if someone comes around to see you, I suggested, I think it was eight o'clock in our 8 o'clock service this morning, and I suggested to the folks there, look, if, if, you're not, if you're not confident in praying aloud with someone else, why not just um, get a copy of the Lord's Prayer, get it copied in the office, and get it laminated, and every time someone who you know is a Christian comes to you, you say, um, I'm, I'm trying this out, could we just pray the Lord's Prayer together before you go? You could do that, couldn't you? And you give them a copy, you've got a copy, and that's all you, all you do. And uh, you say, Come on, let's just pray this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, and so on, before we go. That's praying together. Jesus actually told us to do it. Jesus said, when you pray, say, use this prayer. So as God's people meeting together, why don't we do that? Maybe it would be a great um, 
uh, if you want to do it, I'm sure the office will be able to help out to laminate that and so on and to help us out with that. But uh, why not do that? It was uh, D.L. Moody. See, we've got to be practical. We've actually got, got to give it a go, haven't we? D.L. Moody uh, was once asked to give uh, a one-hour lecture on prayer and he stood up at his great big meeting and, uh, uh, and he started and he ended his talk in one sentence. He said, well, it was only four words. He said, gentlemen, go to it. And then he sat down. You see, when you pray, we're not talking about it, but we want to be practical about it. We want to, don't just want to fill our heads. We want to actually develop and grow as people who pray. And that learning and that putting it into practice and that, that growing in prayer, we help one another, we do it together, uh, we're going to encourage one another and so on through this year. There's a whole heap of stuff to learn. Um, and we want to be learners our whole lives. And in humility, we want to come and say to Jesus, 2017, Lord, teach us. Teach us here at BH. Lord, please teach us to pray. Amen. Let's pray that prayer together now, shall we? We'll just pause and then I'll say those words and we can all say amen. Lord, teach us to pray.